what's going on y'all it is your girl miss jackson and this is what's the stitch podcast and i am so sorry for the wait (laughs) um our hiatus wasn't even on purpose um life just kind of happened and that caused the hiatus i do apologize um as you can hear not see but as you can hear I'm by myself. My partner in crime, Milan Ron, is still um, on hiatus. And I'm not totally sure when we will be back on this thing together. But I'm hoping soon. Um, yeah, I'm hoping soon. So, first of all... Let me start off the podcast with Rest in Peace, Young Dolph. That unfortunately happened this week. And, you know, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting seeing our young black rappers, you know, die in their city. That's probably the only thing that I can say that I I agree with that it's ever came out of... Um, that's came out of um, Boosie's mouth. <laughs> is the fact that rappers die in their own city and that, you know, they have haters and they can't even be in their own city and show their city love without getting killed. It's crazy. And it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if if you don't type of thing. When you're not at home, people are calling you a sellout and you don't come home and you don't rock with us and all this other stuff. But when you do show your hometown love, when you do show your people love, when you are at home, shit like this happens and um it's just unfortunate like it's been a few rappers that have died in their city you know him and uh nipsey nipsey like they were all sad and unfortunate but nipsey nipsey's was like one of the most horrible ones because you know he died outside of his store in his city you know he's trying to bring money and bring you know positivity help his community and you shoot him down in cold blood in his community that was just sad and crazy it was just sad um but moving on um I guess I'm just gonna talk about a few things that's been going on lately um it's been a while guys so I guess I'm just gonna touch on a few things um I went to the millennium tour I went in Detroit and it was it was a good time. I went to the first one. The first one was uh, B2K was the headliners. And then this one, Bow Wow and Amarion were the headliners. And they both were they both were fun. They both were a good time. I will say that. They both were a good time. Um, my favorite acts were... Um, you know what? I don't even think I had a favorite act. They everybody did a good job. I will say I was sad that um Bow Wow's set wasn't longer. Like if you went to the Millennium Tour, you know what I'm talking about. His songs literally they only let him do like maybe like 15 to 20 seconds of each song. And Bow Wow got hits. So for them to only allow him to do like 30 seconds of each song and he got classics from like the early 2000s. It was unfortunate. You know, me and my girlfriends, uh, one one is a Bow Wow fanatic. Like, she 
she would be so sad when we would like get in our zone with a song and they would change it like really and he complained about that too when he was threatening to quit the tour i was hoping that he wouldn't quitting quit the tour (laughs) because um the millennium tour was about you know him this year and bow wow's music from the 2000s it makes you feel real nostalgic you know like if you have those memories like i'm a i'm a late 90s baby i can't talk i haven't done this in a while child (laughs) but i'm a late 90s baby so i grew up in the 2000s so i grew up like during all the like bow wow music so it just makes you feel nostalgic and it takes you back to those times so i was hoping that he would give i was hoping he would give the rest of the people that bought tickets that energy and a show the way he did for us in detroit i had a ball um ashanti was good everybody did their thing um yeah pretty ricky wasn't as good as last time because it's only three of them slick's not on it slick slickum isn't on it this year but they still tried to do what they could with three so i commend them for that but yeah everybody else was pretty good lloyd did what he had to do he brought out bobby valentino um, I got to meet Sammy. I love Sammy. I missed his set though because I was with one, I was with my girlfriend who loves Bow Wow. I was with her. I had walked her down to her meet and greet. She met Bow Wow and Amarion, so I missed Sammy's set and I'm bummed about that. But I met Sammy, so yeah. So other than that, it was really good. Um, I didn't really do much for Halloween. I just was with my family. I have literally three birthdays. Um, in a row around around Halloween, so I was just with my family. Um, I've been watching The Housewives. I watched The Housewives uh, of Potomac and Beverly Hills reunion. Um, Beverly Hills was four parts of attacking Erica. If you know what she went through, you know what I'm talking about. Her husband was involved with, I think he was like stealing money from like clients and things, and he's like 84 or something like that. So it was just bad. And, you know, they they were not supportive of her at all. They were mean bitches to her and had the nerve to ask her, are you even angry with Tom? And how do you feel towards him? Just asking her stupid shit like bitches. First of all, how would y'all feel if if y'all were in that situation? And then, like, I didn't like the fact that people were like, oh, she's acting like a victim. She is a fucking victim. This is public humiliation. When you're publicly publicly humiliated, bitch that you're a victim i don't care like she is a fucking victim no she didn't get money stolen from her like the victims allegedly did but bitch that's your vic you're a victim period like she erica's a victim and i just wish that they would have been a little bit more the only one i can say that were supportive of her was lisa renna which is surprising because you know in the past lisa renna has been a bit of a b-i-t-c-h <laughs> i do love lisa but i gotta be honest but yeah like the rest of them like Garcelle, like all of them were just mean, mean to her. And they were not supportive and they weren't understanding at all. And then you got these bitches, Dorit, and I, I think it was Kyle or something like that. Like them and her husbands were like laughing. Like they were laughing. Like y'all laughing. It's funny. And you know, she made a good point. Erica, she made a good point. She was just like, yeah. When it's y'all, I'm going to remember, like, how y'all treated me. Because what she's saying is true. Like, literally every reunion, 
somebody is in the hot seat. Every reunion. Every reunion, someone is, a hot, is in the hot seat. So, you know, I just, I feel bad for Erica. And she is a fucking victim. I said what I said. And she did not deserve that. Point blank in the period. So, literally all four seat parts of it was about her. Um, I've been watching Housewives of Potomac. This season was not that good. I still miss Monique. It's still fuck Candace. And, you know, they just have been talking about colorism. And do I feel like it's women on there who benefit from being light-skinned? Yes. But I just find it funny that we're talking about colorism now. Where was this colorism conversation when everybody except for Karen and Ashley was beating the fuck up on Monique the entire reunion. Y'all wasn't talking about colorism that then. Now all of a sudden bitches are 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 um benefiting from colorism. Like even though it's true and I fully believe that the green-eyed bitches, the green-eyed bullies and Ashley are benefiting from colorism. It's like like I said, where was that where was that conversation last year when y'all was all ganging up on um Monique? And speaking of Monique, they coddled the fuck out of Candace after she got dragged because they didn't like Monique. So they didn't they didn't hold her accountable for her fucking trash bag ass mouth. But now that she's gotten into it with Mia and she goes low, now they understand where people were coming from. I find that funny too. Um, this year, honestly, for me, it's just been like karma for a lot of people. You know, like karma... For Wendy, Wendy was a complete bitch to Monique and she was a, a whole kiss ass to the Green Eyed Bandits. And now she's not even friends with them because they were talking shit about the rumors that allegedly Eddie was cheating, which everybody knew that wasn't true. But I just found it funny because last year you had your head so far up their asses and now you don't fuck with them. You should have been nicer to Monique because now you know what Monique was going through. And... um I still fuck with Wendy, though. It's just shame on her for not being as nice to uh, Monique as she should have been. Because she didn't. That was her first season. She should have been a little bit more neutral. But instead, she just hopped on Team Candace. Now, I don't mind. My thing with Candace, if you're going to have a mouth like that, have a mouth like that. But you should be ready for what comes your way. Rather, it's you getting beat the fuck up or if somebody have a mouth to get back with you. Period. You know, I have a mouth. It's not that vile, but I, you know, foul, but I have, I have a mouth. And if somebody want to swing on me because I say something low, I got hands. You know, it's only she, she wants to have a mouth like that, but then the bitch want to start crying. Or she wants to have a mouth like that, but then she wants to cry about black women when she gets snatched like she did by Monique. Like, nah, you should keep that same fucking energy, period. Keep your same energy. Stand on what you say. Don't cry and don't, um, roll up that fucking square tissue on the corner of your fucking eyes like you do every five minutes stand on what the fuck you saying but yes I do feel like Mon- or Candace goes too far sometimes with her like Joni I she does go too far and if I was Mia soon as she tossed that piece of lettuce I would have beat Candace the fuck up like bitch you playing with the wrong bitch straight up like and no she didn't learn anything from me and snatched last year Soon as she would have tossed that piece of lettuce, I would have beat her the fuck up. Straight up. I don't care. Like, clearly you didn't learn your lesson last year, so I'm going to whoop your ass. I don't care. And her mouth is foul. And yeah, there is a difference from her shade 
and Karen Shay. Karen is a reader, okay? Karen Karen is a reader, but Karen's reads are still like funny. Like horror from Hampton and shit like that. Like Karen's reads are still funny. Like Candace's reads are not that funny. They're like they're low. They're not they're mean. But she don't be wanting to stand on what the fuck she say. Like, bro, stand on what you say and you should be able to, you know, you should be able to take what comes at you. Rather, like I said, rather somebody comes at you verbally or if they come at you phys- physically. And that's just how I feel. But this week is part three. And I'm really ready to see what Nikki is going to say. Because they said that Nikki really gave it to um Giselle so I I can't wait to see that honey I can't wait to see that um other than that what else has been going on guys um it's been so much since I've been gone Portia's getting her own spinoff show speaking of the housewives franchise I might check that out um um I just feel like the Real Housewives of Atlanta needs to go. Like it needs to go. It's it's not funny. It's 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 not good anymore. Like it's it's not good anymore. It's a bag of fucking trash. And you know they said that I don't know. They said that they were doing a cash shakeup, but. It doesn't seem like much of a shake-up. And then they had uh, light-skinned Keisha at the event with them. No shade for what. Um, I'm pretty much checked out with Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's it's not giving anymore. And it hasn't been giving since season, like... Okay, so season... It started going down season 8. Season 8 was okay. Season 9 was fucking horrible. Season... 10 was fucking horrible. I did like 11 until Nene had a, you know, breakdown because Greg was sick. But the rest of 11 was good. 12 was trash. 13 was fucking trash. So, yeah, like, it's been, it just hasn't been giving what's supposed to be gave. So, I probably won't (laughs) be watching The Housewives, but I think I will check out um, Portia's show. But, yeah, uh, I've been also watching BMF with my homegirl, Cash Doll. I love her. Shout out to Cash Doll. Um, Insecure. This is Insecure's last season and good because it's been fucking terrible. Insecure's been terrible since season two. That's when it really went down. Three and four were trash and five is, it's been pretty boring. The last episode was okay. Um, Nathan, if you're a watcher, you know what I'm talking about. Nathan and and, uh, Issa got back together. And I, I'm, I'm kind of here for that. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of here for that. And I really fully had a problem with Nathan, even though he had those, you know, issues that we found out about. I'm not really mad at her and Nathan getting back together. Mm. Um, Yeah, so that's really pretty much all I watch. Uh, I'm going to leave our Instagram name at the end of the show and send me some shows that you watch that I can get into. I'm a show girl. So I love watching shows. Um, I didn't even start this off with the Woman Crush Wednesday or a Man Crush or Woman Crush of the Week or the Man Crush of the Week. So I'm gonna just give it to my girl Cash Doll. She's beautiful. She's thriving. She's pregnant. Congratulations! I think she's doing like the next month or two. 
and she's on BMF doing her thing. I adore her. I love her so much. So, yeah, Woman Crush of the Week is my girl, Cash Doll. Um, I don't know. What else, guys? What else has been going on? Um, it's been so much. I don't like going this long without an episode. So, if I have to pick it up by myself until my partner in crime is ready to come back, then that's just what I have to do. I just don't want to. I didn't want to leave you guys that long. Um, the girls are saying that Faith Evans cheated on Stevie. I could care. I couldn't care less. I don't fucking like Stevie, and I never understood why she married him, anyways. If you know me, you know I love Faith Evans. She's one of my favorite singers. And she's with the shits. Like, she's she's with the shits. So, I don't really give a damn. Um, That's karma to me. Um, DaBaby was being a dickhead, kicking out Danny Lay out of his place. She said it's because she doesn't want to get pregnant by him again. I fully believe that. But you're a complete idiot for kicking out your baby's mother and recording her. And then out of spite, you post what the fuck y'all child look like when you knew she wasn't ready to show the world her child. Like, that's fucked up. Um, I just pray for all young ladies with baby fathers like that. Problematic. I've, I've never been a baby fan. I don't like his music. I don't like him. I've never been a DaBaby fan. And what kind of fucking name is DaBaby anyway? Bitch, like, you're grown, but you act like a child. So, I guess it suits you well. But, yeah, like, I've never been a DaBaby fan. And I just feel bad. Some people say they don't feel bad for her because I guess she thought it was a joke when he was fucking with her and uh, his baby mama at the same time. And she came out with that garbage-ass snippet a few months ago saying yellow bone is what he want and that may be true but I still don't wish uh no woman to um go through anything like that you know I don't wish that on no woman I am not a fan of public embarrassment I hate being embarrassed in public publicly and so I don't wish that on her and so I just, you know, I'm praying for her. But, you know, I don't have any children. And I just pray to God that God, even if I don't get married, I just want to be on good terms with my child's father. I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to cuss you the fuck out. I don't want us to embarrass each other on social media. Like, I just don't even have the energy to do all that shit. But I tell you what. When he would have told me to go, I would have got the fuck on. She was still there. He was talking shit about her. And then she popped up in the camera. No. I would have left soon as that bitch said leave. And then I would have been like, guess what? I'm taking you to court and I'm getting child support from your raggedy ass. Because prob- she probably don't have him on child support. That's why she was living with him. Soon as he would have said get out, I would have had something for his ass. You about to be on motherfucking child support, bitch. 50k a month and that's and that's really being nice because you got it you know you rich but he's just a cornball he's a fucking idiot and um i never liked him anyway summer walker dropped still still over it and i liked it uh over it was a little better but i did like it 
she had that beautiful Sierra's prayer at the end of the album where Sierra is actually on the album and she's praying. And I really love that because for me who don't have a man and I'm, I'm a memorize that prayer. <laughs> and cause I felt it, honestly, I felt it. Like I felt that prayer like trickle down my spine. And um I don't know. I just I just needed it. I needed to hear that. But it was a dope project and I'm I'm here for her and it seems like she's doing better um now that she's not in that toxic situation with London on the track. I don't agree with no man leaving no pregnant woman alone to be dealing with a pregnancy by their, themselves. I'm that's a huge pet peeve of mine. It's disgusting. So uh, Sorry about that guys, but yeah, shout out to Summer Walker. Um, it's been a lot happening in the media. Um, the Travis Scott thing is just crazy. Um, it's just crazy. I'm sorry that people lost their lives out there. It's just sad. Um, I don't wish that on anybody. I went to the Millennium Tour this year and I was super nervous to even do that because I hadn't been to a concert obviously prior to the pandemic so I was a little nervous about that but everything was all good I I tell you what though after the concert I ran and got a a COVID test right afterwards and I'm vaccinated by the way but I still need to take care of my health because I've had family members who almost died from COVID so I'm just gonna take care of my health period um, I would have never been out there at that festival. I wouldn't be doing that. Um, if they were to do it, I'm not doing um, Coachella. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but they're supposed to be doing like a Lovers and Friends Festival next year. I, as much as all those acts are amazing, I'm not doing that either. It's just too much. It's too risky. COVID is still out here, and I'm just not for it. Um yeah pretty much that's all with that um let's uh, prayers up for the victims families i feel i honestly feel bad for travis scott that was not under his control i really feel bad that's a lot so to blame him i'm sorry i don't think that that's fair because Handling a festival is a lot easier said than done. Y'all have not handled a festival, so y'all wouldn't know how it is to walk in his shoes. Um, I know the girls are saying that he encourages his friend, uh, fans to riot. I obviously don't stand by that, but blaming him and suing him for $2 billion, I think is a stretch, and I just don't think that that's fair. But because his name is attached to it, 
I guess that's what comes with it, right? Whatever. Anyways, um, Real Housewives of Potomac fans, Nikki is coming in swinging, honey. She did not waste any time. We only got to see when she asked Ashley a question, and she didn't waste any time. I am not really the biggest fan of Ashley. I don't like her husband, Michael. So I was living for it. And I can't wait to see everybody else she grills. I'm looking forward to it. This reunion really didn't need four parts. That was a stretch. But, you know, hey. That's Andy Cohen. And that is uh, Bravo for you. Um... Let's see. What else? Guys, what else? It's a lot to talk about, but not really. <laughs> um, the baby embarrassing Danny Lay on Instagram. Lord have mercy. Oh, God. I don't even want to get into it. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather not. Um... What else has been going on, guys? So much. Um, the guy that killed the protesters at the, um, I think it was like a march for police brutality, got off scot free. Who's <laughs> really shocked? White privilege. If it would have been a black man, he would have got the electric chair, but that's here nor there. Um, that's all I have to say about that, unfortunately. Because it's just no surprise. Um, the girls are up in a frenzy that Halle Berry called Cardi Queen of Rap. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The girls, some of the girls are like, that's Nikki's title. Some of the girls are like Cardi. You know, I I love me some Nicki Minaj. I'm a Barb. So, hey, y'all already know how I'm rocking. Cardi is all right. But I've been a Barb for at least 10 years now. So, <laughs> you know how I'm rocking. But, yeah, the girls, that kind of shook up the, you know the internet a little bit ciao i don't have time um adele dropped a new album adele is a wonderful singer but i'm not really into her music that way i know guys don't chew me up but she has a beautiful voice so i really hope that her album is amazing but i'm just not really that into her music but she's a beautiful lady and she has a beautiful voice so i hope you adele fans out there are pleased i'm just not one of them um drake has an impersonator who gets booked for five thousand dollars to be there to be a drake impersonator and shit must be nice <laughs> shit I would love to impersonate somebody and get 5K just to impersonate somebody. I know the Michael Jackson impersonator makes a lot of money. And he actually knew Michael. And Michael would hire him and have him go to events. 
so he didn't have to go. So shit, that's a great job to have. Um, if I didn't say it before, I'm saying it again. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. Um, I don't even get to that. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. Um, what else, guys? I'm gonna be giving you guys more episodes. I fell off. I don't have my partner in crime with me, but I'm going to be giving you guys um, more episodes. And like I said, I'm going to be bringing some guests on here, some of my other friends. And, you know, we're going to be talking amongst you guys. Y'all hit up the Instagram. Y'all know the Instagram. So what's the Stitch X? Hit me up. Let's chop it up. Let's talk. Let's get into some things, honey. Um... What y'all doing for Thanksgiving? Y'all cooking? I know I'm cooking. Because my family talks shit if I don't. And I don't mind cooking. I don't like just sitting around and waiting for food. Like, no. I don't mind helping. I actually enjoy cooking. I'm not a chef, but I I enjoy it. Um, There was another versus. I believe it was Stephanie Mills versus Shaka Khan. I didn't watch it, but the girls said that Shaka Khan was high as a kite, baked as a pie, um, which is not far-fetched because back in the day, they said that Shaka Khan used to be on coke heavy. So if she did go to this uh, versus high, it's nothing new, basically. Uh, the girls are talking about how Tammy Roman, you may know her from earlier on the real world basketball wives. She's done acting. She still acts. Um, she's 17, almost 20 years older than her husband and her husband doesn't have any kids and she's 51 and her kids are full grown. Her husband wants children and, um, she basically told her husband that she, she could, he could, I'm sorry. Um, go and make a baby with another woman. Uh, The girls are up in a frenzy about it, but I honestly agree with Tammy. If I'm 50 years old and I can't, you know, carry a baby um, the way I used to, and, you know, my eggs aren't that good, Tammy says she's gone through three, three miscarriages. And, you know, she says she just can't physically do it. And her eggs are not, you know up to par basically then hell I would do it too because I would want my husband to be able to be a father you know because she's a mother she's gone through it she's had her children but her husband hasn't had that chance so I think that that's very big of her and I would do the same thing especially if I'm 17 damn near 20 years older than my spouse even though that wouldn't be me because I am no longer dating younger men I would prefer an older man but that could still happen with an older man so yeah I commend Tammy I love Tammy so uh let's see what else are the girls talking about guys BMF ended uh oh Sorry, BMF ended. Power book is starting back. I did not watch the episode, but I'm going to get into it. 
Um, what else is going on, guys? Orion, Omarion, brother, out here looking like a snack. Orion always been fine as hell. He's always been behind the scenes, but he's always been fine as hell. Like, always, his entire life. Both him and um, Omarion are just... Oof. Mm. Hey, Orion. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the AMAs was the other night. Uh, Cardi hosted it. She looked nice. I don't really watch award shows anymore. They're not the same how they used to be. So, yeah. But I heard that Cardi did the damn thing. The girls was up in... The girls were up in an uproar, honey, because Doja Cat took home R&B award. Doja Cat is not an R&B artist. She's a pop artist. That award should have went to an R&B singer. Uh, I think Ari Lennox was in that category and Jasmine Sullivan. One of them should have won it. Doja Cat is a pop star. So that's that wasn't really the best decision. Yeah. But, you know, congratulations to her, I guess. Um, yeah, guys. Wasn't really much um, to discuss. Lil Nas X has been killing the game this year. I absolutely love him. I adore him. I adore anybody that is not afraid to be themselves. And he is just that. He actually also won an American Music Award for favorite video um i'm not sure what video but all his videos are amazing any fucking way so it really don't matter um mm, kanye west one favorite gospel album yeah right um drake one for favorite male hip-hop artist megan the stallion one favorite female hip-hop artist and she also won favorite hip hop album. It was the girls were up in roars up with an uproar about her winning that as well. I did see that. Yeah. When I say the girls, I mean like guys were mad about it. You know, some guys don't like when women beat men at their own game. Poor them. Don't care. Um, the weekend won favorite R&B male artist. Over Tank, Chris Brown, Usher. <laughs> no comment. Uh, Silk Sonic, love them. One favorite R&B song. I'm sure it was for Leave the Door Open, which I absolutely love that song. And uh, yeah. Those are just a few from the American Music Awards. Like I said, I don't watch the American Music Awards. I don't watch really any award shows, but those were just the ones that I've seen online. So, yeah. Yeah, guys. Um, wasn't a lot to talk about, but I promise you I'm coming back with more podcast episodes. I promise you I'm coming back let miss you guys let's talk and i'm gonna bring some of my other friends until i get my partner in crime back 
And I'm going to bring some of my other girls on here so we can have some more opinions. This is the What's the So What's the Stitch podcast. And I am your hostess with the mostest, Miss Jackson. We're going to close it out with Song of the Week for me. And I'm going to say my Song of the Week is... Off the Still Over It album. And it's called Constant Bullshit. Y'all, I really could relate to this album. I really could. Because I got my heart broken this year. And, you know, heartbreaks are not the easiest to go through, clearly. So, I felt like me and Summer wrote this album together because <laughs> I could relate on everything except for the baby mama stuff. I don't have any kids, but I could relate on everything else. So, yeah, but Summer has found a new boo. So I'm hoping that I find me a new boo soon. Super single. How you doing? <laughs> But yeah, guys, I miss you guys. And I'm not going to ever go this long without another episode again. Again, I'm your girl, Miss Jackson. And I will see you guys soon. And I'm out.